and welcome to Flourish with Seba. Such an honor, always an honor to be with you each and every week. Guys, I've been so overwhelmed by the positive response that has come out from you, um, from you guys listening to the previous first ever episode of Flourish with Sibo. It's really been so inspiring. I want to encourage you, if you are on Apple Podcasts, you can give us a five-star review. That would be awesome. But remember, the podcast is streamed all over where your favorite podcasts are streamed. So you must subscribe to get an episode every week. And talking about episodes, this week, I sat down with my friend, Adeline Edwards, who has now released a new book called Don't Believe the Lie, You Can Control Yourself. Sister, brother, I tell you, uh, me and Adeline dig down deep uh, in this episode and she really just pours her heart, her heart out and she's so vulnerable, really honored that she could share her life with you guys and with me like this so just dive in into this conversation and enjoy it and i'm praying that it will bring inspiration it will challenge you but it will also give you hope enjoy very excited about this and i think yeah just the topic you know about self-control is so important mm. um i think one of the things you say when you start the book you say when you master the skill of self-control that's when you can truly live up to your fullest and highest potential so which true. is so true yeah so my first question to you eddie would be i know you i've i've met you maybe i will tell the rest of my audience um how we met yes. <laughs> which is which is very crazy um, so it's not crazy but i think it's interesting i was looking for a personal trainer when was this was this 2019 yes 2019 and then that i remember that day i went to gym i was like oh god please just you know give me someone because i had been looking for someone but i wasn't finding anyone that i felt was compatible and then this lady comes with a big afro mm. and she comes she's chatting me i was like oh, how are you da, da, da. whatever <laughs> and then we started talking and it just, the conversation just made sense. yes yes and it was flowing and then i oh you're a personal trainer oh wow i was actually just looking for a personal trainer and you i think you had just come from vietnam am I yes right? yes yes oh or, or somewhere yeah you had, from you vietnam had, yeah yes you just had been traveling and you had come back to this other local gym that we're in but anyway long story short you ended up being my trainer i love my results then you had to leave for parade yep. parade right yes and then yeah i just said <coughs> excuse me and then we reconnected again when you came back yep. and now we're still doing online training so you're a personal trainer yes but um that's what i know about you you are a lover of god you're passionate about young people mm. I know you run some organizations, <coughs> excuse me, um, in your in your area yeah. where you stay. But what what don't we know about you? What, what what do you want people 
to know about you and they talk about you, the first thing that you want to come to mind when people mention Edlyn Edwards. Wow. She is. <laughs> wow. What's a question? The first thing you want people to, to think about. No, I, I, I don't think it's anything new that you said. I, I definitely want people to know I'm, I, I'm a lover of God. You know, I, I'd want mm. them, if they hear my name, they, would, they have to know that I'm, I'm a, a lover of God because I, I think everything that I do comes from that place of my relationship mm. with him. So uh, uh, my encounters with other people, um, you know, I feel like they should leave, when they leave my presence, they should know that there's something different about her. Um, you know, you, you, they should feel like they've received something, um, something mm. that, that added value to their life, something that maybe made them think, something that helped them to grow. Um, yeah, that, that's what I really want people to receive when they, when they spend time with me amazing and then maybe just tell us briefly about the things that you do that keep you busy so you're a personal trainer what else do you yeah doing? so uh with my personal training i i believe in holistic wellness a few years ago mm-hmm. um god really spoke to me about holistic wellness and that um it is hard for us to be mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually well, you know. And so mm. so my personal training sessions, I make a point of it that it's not just a normal personal training session. But I, I want people mm. to be inspired, like to help them with their mental state, to help them spiritually mm. to grow because um, I realized that if we are in a good place mentally, in a good place um, spiritually, that your, your, your decisions to make good choices when it comes to food, it will just follow. Your decisions to, mm-hmm. to exercise, um, to make those right decisions, it will happen. You know, if, if my mindset is right, if my heart is right, um, those things will follow. Sure. Those things will follow. So, so mm. for me, my, my sessions are very um, holistically based. Um, and mm. then um, I've also started studying this year. Um, and mm-hmm. then I, um, yeah, as you've said that I've got this nonprofit in our community where I really just try to, to mm. help our kids. I believe, um, I, like I gr- grew up in Atlantis and, uh, my, my mm. parents still live here. And so I, um, that's Cape Town, yes. right? South yes. Africa. And okay. so, uh, po- poverty mm. is very high here and, uh, alcohol abuse um drug abuse um teenage pregnancy um gangsterism all those things are very high and of course we you do have the positive side we have many churches here you know you you do have the positive Mm. side but but just to be real there there is um quite a big need in our community and and what i see is that um you know you conform many times we conform to the environment you know and I believe that many times um, what stops our young people is a lack of vision and a lack of exposure and so with my own life I'm thankful to God for the opportunities that he's given me to go overseas like Vietnam and Bahrain and to experience the world a little bit and um, because I I do believe that um, 
vision and ex- and 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 just exposure is sometimes what helps us to to stop um just conforming to 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 the norm you know just to go with the cycles and and i believe if if someone has a vision it will help them to to maybe not have sex before marriage because i have a vision for my future mm. it will help them to not mm. uh, just to go with the friends and 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 have uh, and and enjoy just alcohol abuse and drug abuse and go all, into all these different things if you have a vision if you know where you're going if you know what you want out of your life you know but i think sometimes people conform because they don't have a vision and so uh, mm. i i try to when i have events and things to to help kids with um having vision boards and you know to think further to look beyond just this point and sometimes that's a, a little bit difficult for us you know if you're finding yourself in a in a difficult situation to look beyond this point because uh, we also have mm. to remember that our lives is not just about now you know this moment even though sometimes the stress and the anxiety and the worry can can almost like stop us from enjoying this day and our lives because mm. we 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 think that this is it but we we forget that life is seasonal you know life is mm. life is seasonal um and i think sure. that was a big thing that god also had to teach me is that life is is seasonal amazing i think i've learned a lot from you about that the seasonality mm. of life but uh, adeline what you're describing just your neighborhood and the community that you w- that is where you mm. grew up sounds really hectic and i'm just wondering where did you find the inspiration and the vision um to travel and to be something totally different to what your community was like you know, and what your childhood was like. How did you come up? You, you know what? Um, actually, um, I think it was last week or so. My dad and I we had a conversation, and we were speaking about mm. um, how this um, culture now, this generation now, is all about what is my purpose. You know, and just about mm. looking for purpose and purpose, and I've also asked that question many times before. But but then mm. it was like Holy Spirit reminding me the scripture that says in Matthew six thirty three that, um, seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these other so. things will be added unto you. So the Bible doesn't say seek first your purpose; it says seek mm. first His kingdom. And I and I think for me oh. personally, um, where when I started seeking after God, that's when I when I found myself. Sure. Um, even All the right. fact that I wrote the book, I didn't. I never thought that I'm an author growing up. I never knew that mm. I enjoy writing. Um, but the more mm. I spent time with God, it was like He revealed that part of myself to me. And mm. so it's like, because uh, it's almost like a car manufacturer, you know, the, the car manufacturer knows that mm. car better than anybody else does. And God is the one who made us. So if he made us, mm. he knows uh, what we will love. He knows what we will hate. He knows how, what, like how to bring out the best in our everyday lives. So who's doing mm. better, you know, to tell you? 
uh, who you should be what you yes, were made for and, and what you yeah. were made for then the one who actually made you mm-hmm. and so um for me yeah. definitely it um it's definitely the fact that i i i i was very intentional about telling the lord like because i grew up in church and um and and mm. then um life happened also where i got just turned my back on god and then like for a few years mm. i was just i didn't want anything to do with god or with my family or anything yeah. and i was just loving yeah. like almost like god doesn't exist you know and so to, i was yeah. just doing my own thing until one day i found myself at the suicidal place and um I told yeah. the Lord if he still have a purpose and a plan with my life then he should meet me here where I am now you know and um that day actually mm. it was a Sunday morning I woke up because I was in such a state where I went I went to bed crying I woke up crying I went to bed crying woke up crying I was just yeah. so depressed and didn't have see a reason for loving and um then this one Sunday morning I I woke up and I said you know what God if you still have a purpose and a plan with my life then then you need to meet me in in this place you know and and I said to God I want to go mm. to to this church I didn't know how to get to the to the church I could just see the building from the street but mm. I said but a girl mm. I worked with before she told me about this church and and um so I really wanted to go to that church because I didn't want to go to my old church and um, then i told mm. um, god you know what i'm going to get in my car and i'm going to drive and if it's in your will if you still have a plan with my life then you need to help me to get to this church this morning because i didn't know how to get there i got in my car i drove and then in my rear mirror i saw behind me driving was the this girl's sister who told me about the church she was driving behind mm. me so i could follow her through my rear mirror follow her as she was driving mm. to church that morning i could follow her to church wow. that morning and wow. and that was um how i met with god again and and um then i told god you know what i if if the bible cannot be real in my life i need the bible to be real in my life i need to see how does this word actually change my personal life because if it's not going to help me in my oh. everyday life then i'm not i don't want to read it They exactly i don't want to read it yeah. i don't want to pray if this bible is not going to help me with my finances if it's not going to help me with my mindset mm. if it's not going to help me with my relationships sure. if it's not going to help me with with my everyday life then i don't want to read it and then i don't want to pray so mm. help me to 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 help help mm. me read this book and help me experience you in a way that this book will literally change my life you know so i went after that mm-hmm. because i was sick of religion i was sick of just going to church making myself present but i wanted to experience mm-hmm. him in my everyday life and and that's what i'm going for in my everyday life is to for him to yeah. to, to to change my world through his word you know mm. because if he doesn't do that then why must i pray why must i um um read the bible you know so so yeah that was definitely yeah you've said so many truth mm. nuggets um in, in all that you've said i mean but i just want to go back yeah, to yeah, yeah. adeline so just maybe t- tell me about 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 you, you how many are you at home 
and you, I see you grew up Christian. I just want um, to understand where, when in your life did you decide that you're not, you're no longer going to do this God thing and what, what drove you to that yeah. moment and then take us back to what, you know, how you found your way back, which you told so, us a bit um, about. I have an older sister. And um, mm. so it's just uh, myself and my sister. I'm the, the baby and uh, with my parents. Mm. And um, as I said, my parents were um, like pastors in the church, but they weren't like the, it wasn't their church. They were just in leadership basically in the, in the church. So mm. I basically grew up in church, um, you know, falling asleep underneath the chairs type of thing, you know, so okay. it was really small. <laughs> okay. And um I, I okay. loved dancing since I was really, really young. Like um, my mom would just would play gospel music at home um, and I would just start dancing and I would start crying. And then she would just ask me, why are you crying? And I said, I don't know. I'm just listening to the music. <laughs> but now, oh, now obviously I know that it was Holy Spirit that I could sense holy spirit from a young age you know uh, mm, because i was hearing okay. the words the words was what always drew me to the presence of god you know um and mm. so i really loved god from a young age and i think i was um so because i grew up in church i it was just almost like automatic i'm serving the lord type of thing you know what i'm saying because you're just there you know you're there you're just constantly in it and then just this one day also i remember i was i I could have been maybe 11 12 round about there um so my mom took me to school and then i just told her like how do i really give my life to jesus like i am going to church and everything i love the lord but how do you really how do i really do it and then she was she just said like you know what i can just pray within my heart and just say jesus just come into my heart like i surrender my life to you you know just come into my life Mm. um and 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 i remember walking into school that morning and i I basically just prayed to the Lord and said, Jesus, I give you my heart and come into my life, you know. Um, and I just mm. had that prayer between me and God. And um, so then I loved dancing. I was in the dance ministry and all of that in the church. And then I basically found myself in wrong relationships um, where it was mm. like men uh, when would steal my heart from God, you know. And so I I got um, mm. into a, a bad relationship that was really bad mentally abusive, uh, physically mm. abusive. Mm. Uh, then I was yeah. busy with sex outside of marriage, of course. Um, and then so all of these things just um, I didn't want to serve God because, mm. you know, I, mm. I, I knew that I was doing all these things um that that was almost like um tearing me away from god and i i didn't know how to mm. how to get back almost into my relationship with the lord you know and um 
and also because of this relationship yeah. i made many decisions where i moved out of the house i became rebellious i um, started making a lot of mm. loans so that i could get out of the house so i could live on my own so i could do my own thing so that i um, you know my parents mm. um don't have to tell me what to do with my life <laughs> you know and it was just so mm. how old were you I when was, this was um, happening early 20s early 20s yeah okay. and um sure. yeah i just became very very rebellious in many ways and um yeah also can you when you think back can you see yourself getting to that point can, can you see the steps i know you got into a relationship and and all of that mm. but prior to that because from 12 years old you gave your life to jesus you loved god clearly you were in church was there a shift when you look back in retrospect can you trace the steps to when you just decided you know i'm rebelling against everything that you know I what know. i think i think that the devil is very cunning in the way that it's it happens so mm. slowly it's it's not the it's not mm. just the bam one day I think it's uh, sure. a, it happens slowly you you start making decisions one decision at a time where you unknowingly mm. you know give um um way for satan to come in I think it happens very mm. very slowly until one day you like wow how did I get here um I think it's one decision mm. at a time maybe um to to lie one decision at at a time okay. to um rather choose to go out and to go to church it's one decision at a time um where mm. you maybe fail um god and then then you don't get back up you know you stay down i think mm. it, it just it just all adds up one decision at a time you know it slowly 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 sure. and then you end up you find yourself like i don't even know how i got here that was thing you know Sure. And then also with with my relationships there was some um, pregnancies that was involved and um I went through abortions and um mm, um sure. obviously that is not in the will of God and so I was abused mm. into doing it I was um I was oh, uh, also okay. at times I was manipulated into doing it and um You know, I mm. that's where I just totally found myself at a place where um I I didn't see why God would still love me, why God would still have a plan with my life. Mm. And then um the person who I thought would would love me forever also he um I didn't even know that he was getting married and then he got married. Um he just told me is getting married with somebody else you know and um we was also just very mm. abusive and it was just so many things at one time um and mm. so i definitely had to um just find my way back to god and that's when that's where i was basically at my bottom at my lowest lowest because like my parents would come to my house and they would try to reach out to me and uh, because at that time i i moved out and but even if i see the um if i see them you know at the door i wouldn't open the door i would just make as if i'm not there um you know just to um i just wanted to be alone i just i just felt 
so bad about myself, bad about my life, bad about everything. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to involve anybody into my mess, basically. Uh, so, yeah, sure. that was my rock bottom. But um, as I said, um, that's when I met with God again that Sunday. And since then, it, it, um, we never get to a place where it's just like you jump from one cloud to the other cloud, right? I don't know where we get that picture yeah. from, where we yeah. think that when we serve God, <laughs> you know, everything <laughs> is just going to go perfect. But it's uh, the beauty of a relationship with God, I think, is that in the middle of your, your difficulties, um, he goes through mm. the difficulty with you. Um, and so with he's you. your strength yeah. and he's your wisdom and he leads and he guides you through um, the situations. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's so amazing. And thank you so much for sharing that, Adeline. I'm sure a lot of people will, you know, they will resonate with your story mm. and then something there. But I like what you just said, that there isn't, there isn't a jump from one cloud to another and now all of a sudden everything mm. has worked out. Can you take us through that process then? So you are rebellious and you just want nothing to do with your family. You're feeling a lot of shame and you can't yeah. even reach out. But if yeah. you do reach out, to God and you reach out to a church again, but not your mom's church or your dad's church. It's, yeah. it's another church. And you meet yeah. Christ and you feel like, how did you feel? How how did you move from there? Sure. You know, um, it was just like that reconnecting with, with God, you know, <sighs> and where you just, um, you know, the, the beautiful thing about God is when, like he's always waiting for us, right? He mm-hmm. never stops loving us. He he's constantly just standing with his eye with his arms wide open and 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 waiting for us to come. And and so the and it's for us just to submit to that and to surrender mm-hmm. to that, you know. And so uh, that Sunday I just recommitted my life back to the Lord. Um and then um, I just started um, spending more time with him, started mm-hmm. praying again, started reading my Bible again. Um, I went to that church uh, for a while as well and, um, you know, went to a few of the, the sessions where, the, where it's almost like they just help you to reconnect with God again, you know. Um, and just, just for us to remember that there's no guilt, there's no shame attached to the love of God. And and, and one thing that God also taught me is that um, whenever he reveals the dark areas in our lives, it's never to bring shame or to bring guilt, but it's always to bring healing, restoration and deliverance. That's why mm-hmm. God shines his light on the dark areas in our lives so that he can come with his healing, so that he can come with, with breakthrough and he can deliver us, you know. But um, that, that, it's, that process is sometimes painful because mm-hmm. it requires us to look within, to see why did I make those decisions? Why did I go that way? What was the lack, you know? And, and and being willing. And this was the thing for me uh, when God spoke to me about holistic wellness. He said to mm. me that it's not about being perfect, but it's about being mm. willing and brave enough to walk through your process of healing. And oh, wow. uh, I think not many people are willing 
and they don't want and you need to be brave because it's it's difficult mm. to look yourself in the mirror you know and uh, yeah. and and that is what i i try to do through my posts on uh, instagram facebook and youtube on gloriously fit i try to help okay. and encourage us all to become willing and brave enough to walk through yeah. our process of healing Yeah, because for each one of us, we, we have to go through our process of healing. And, and for everyone, it's different, you know, because we, mm. we've all gone through different things in our lives. Um, mm. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, Maya Angelou, I was actually thinking about this yesterday. Um, just uh, reading through a post. Mm. No, it's not a post, actually, um, a Bible plan that was talking exactly about this, uh, about our healing journey and the process that we we have to go through. And it reminded me of a quote I heard from Maya Angelou. And she speaks about, you know, that courage is the virtue that we need to be able to carry out all other virtues that we are called for. Mm. You know, if you want to be patient, you need to be courageous. If you want healing, you need to be brave. It's exactly what you're saying, mm. that we have to be willing and brave to to and brave enough to walk through the process of healing. Mm. So if you are not courageous, you will not be able to walk through your own healing journey. If you are not courageous, yeah. you will not be able to sit through and be patient and wait through whatever God is calling you to wait for or whatever. Let's say you don't know God and you find yourself in a situation that is, is quite difficult. Mm. And to walk through those difficult situations, you need courage to be able to be even open to the idea of God. Maybe you hear during Adeline talk about her experiences with God and you're finding yourself in the same position that she was mm. in 10 years, you know, 15 years ago. Mm. And you, you're asking yourself, how, how can I do it? It's just being brave enough yeah. to say, you know what, I don't know where this journey might lead me mm. but god i'm open you know to for you to start it out with me and yeah. you know i will see where this leads but i like what you said that you said it was a process so the things you mentioned you said you spent time with god you are praying you are reading your bible you got yourself a, inside healthy communities yes definitely where you where you fostered healthy relationships definitely but i'm interested Adeline. like how did you start changing your mind because everything you've mentioned here has been quite traumatic mm -hmm. the abuse um there seems to have been some gender-based violence there was yeah. intimate partner violence there was manipulation there was verbal abuse there was isolation there's so many things that were traumatic to your soul mm. and understanding just the psychology and our psyche it takes time to to heal from those things and i understand like as christians sometimes Adeline, we, we feel like okay i have jesus now i'm fine mm. was it like that with you it was like i have jesus now i'm fine <laughs> you, <laughs> you know what you know what i realized um I, there was a lady that that god connected me with um and she kind of walked me through uh, this journey also so so i sure. kind of had a bit of counseling sessions with her sure. Um, mm. and, um, 
and it and 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 I, I get what you're saying. Sometimes it's almost like we just bleed the blood on everything. But yes. But the thing is this that um as as I was saying, we have to be willing and brave enough to walk through the stuff. So when when something is revealed to us, so example, insecurity was a big thing for me, and it still mm. is insecurity. Um, and when it's it's almost like God told me once that it is so important to know what is your weakness, so that you mm. can get prepared for when that thing comes up, then I'll know how to handle it because I can identify. I can mm. identify this is my weakness, this is my struggle. So how, mm. how am I going to prepare beforehand when this thing comes up? How am I going to speak back to this? everything that we need mentally emotionally physically everything that we need is in God but the, sure. the problem is that we sometimes don't recognize that that it is in God you know what I'm saying sure. um, be, because even for me um, so a scripture that really helped me was uh, in Matthew, I think it's Matthew 3, the last verse where Jesus was baptized and he came out of the water and God said, this is my son whom I love in him. I'm well pleased. And so mm. I had to realize that God is saying he loves me and he's pleased mm. with me. You know, because now, uh, uh, because I've I've accepted Jesus, it means I'm the righteousness of God. So when God looks at me, he sees Jesus. So if he said that about Jesus, he's saying that about me. He's saying that he loves me and he's saying that he's pleased with me. And he's pleased with, the, with the, the version of me whom he made in my mother's womb. And not the so. version of me who I think I am because of my experiences. And not the version of me who I think I am because of the labels that people placed on me. Or because of what people say about me or who they make me think and believe that I am, but he's pleased yeah. with the vision, with the version of me that he's made me to be in my mother's womb. And a, a prayer mm. that I many times pray is Psalm 139, that's where it says that um, all the days ordained for me were written in his book before one, one of them came to be. And also when mm. I was in my mother's womb, he formed me and he knew me. And I pray to God, help me to be that version that you have made mm. me to be in my mother's womb. And and, and many times, like, like on the day, I will say, Lord, whatever you wrote down for me for this day, I bring my mind, mm. my heart, my spirit into alignment to what heaven wrote down mm. for me for today. You know, mm. and, and it's just about being willing, like we were saying, Saying, well, whenever the, the feelings of rejection comes up, to be able mm. to face it, you know, mm. not to, to ask mm. the Lord, what what scripture mm. is there for this? Like, like, how do you mm. heal me from this? Where's the root? Mm. What? Where's the root mm. of this thing coming from? Friends, wasn't that beautiful? Just with Adeline ending up there, encouraging us to get curious with ourselves and get curious with our pains and our behaviors and not to dismiss them, but to sit with them and open up our hearts to God. 
to help us walk through these periods of pain. You can do it with your therapist, you can do it with your doctor. But what matters is that you start doing it. And so beautiful to know that God is interested in everything, in everything, about everything in our lives. And I pray you have the most amazing week moving into this week. And remember, we are back again next week with part two. Uh, we are diving in deeper with Adeline talking about the book, Do Not Believe the Lie. You can control yourself, which is such an amazing message at this time. Remember, you can follow her on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram. She's also on YouTube at Gloriously Fit. And you can contact her if you want her to be your personal trainer or you want to hear more about where you can actually find her book. And we will see you again next week. Take care. Hello and welcome to another episode of Flourish with Simo. All is excited and so really honored to be in this space. Uh, my name is Simo and we are on our third episode and I'm very excited. Uh, we're continuing with part two about self-control and we, we're taking excerpts from the book of Adeline Edwards who's written a book called Do Not Believe the Lie you can actually control yourself. That's the title of the book. Do not believe the lie. You can control yourself. Now, before we delve into deeper, delve deeper into that, I want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedules to listen to us raving and talking and talking about so many different things i do pray friends that it is inspiring you i do pray that it is motivating you to you know to look at the value that you have in your own life this is not to exalt anyone but this is to say wow we all have stories to tell. That is the whole premise of this podcast. Just to say, wow, your life brings such um, joy to someone else. Your life is full of pebbles. You are created. You are made for pebbles and on pebbles. And you have a story to tell. So do not suppress your voice. So I'm very excited that you guys decided to join us and please remember to subscribe and tell others about us if you think others can actually get something from here. It's fine. And then you can also, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, can also give us a five-star review if you think we're worth one. We'll also really love your reviews. I know that Beauty wrote on our Instagram page that she really enjoyed uh, the podcast and it is just so always so wonderful to to hear and to read uh, your reviews and I take them very seriously. So without further ado, I'm going to go straight into 
uh, the rest of our conversation with Adeline Edwards, where she speaks about really the book and why she wrote the book and what can you get from the book. I hope you guys will enjoy this. I hope it will inspire you and then I'll see you on the other side of this recording. Just a small disclaimer, the the sound um, quality can tend to overlap at times. Please forgive that and I hope you still get the message despite. Love you guys. You are loved by God so much and have a good listen. <laughs> 